0: Hi, my beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery and I'm here with your daily dose of energy. This will be your May astrological overview. Now keep in mind, we are still in Taurus season. So May is Taurus season, but the second half will turn into Gemini season. And so I am going to give you a part one and a part two to this astrological overview because We are still, we have just begun, we have really just begun to feel a little bit of the transition from Aries Aries season to um, Taurus season. And so it's very, very important for me to continue to give you the lowdown of what's going to be happening and what's unfolding. And also to not push too much in advance when it comes to energy and it comes to what's happening and what's going to be happening and anticipating what's going to happen. I don't want to do that. I want to stay honest and true and authentic to what I am feeling. And I'm feeling like I need to continue on this path of breaking it into twos, which is part one and part two astrologically until maybe the fall. I don't know. It just depends until stuff kind of lightens up. But right now we're about to get into the meat of what's happening astrologically. And so it's very important that i relay these things to you in a way that you are able to process not only are you able to process but you're able to apply these things in your life as you have been and i'm super proud of you guys thank you so much i'm starting something on my newsletters that are i'm, I'm going to be shouting out a lot of you guys because your testimonials and the way the way that you guys give me your feedback on what how what i've spoken out has come into pass into your life guys i am i listen okay (laughs) god is the mvp i can't even i'm just grateful okay so i am starting that on my um newsletter that i i send out monthly so the may one will be going out shortly but also please continue to send me your testimonials please continue to send me you know um whatever it is that you need me to see you want me to, to to know you never know you could be the person or the people that are featured in the monthly, um, shout out section of the newsletter and giveaways, etc., and so on. But anyway, let's stick to why I'm here, right? We're joined here. So I want you guys to grab your pen, paper, pencil, map, pencil, color, pencil, voice notes, whatever it is that you do to take notes. Um, this is going to be one of those months that you're going to want to do that. But again, we're still in, um, tar season. So if you have not heard the part two of the astrological overview, even part one of April's astrological overview, we're still in April, we're still under the influence of a lot of these planets, a lot of the things that's happening. So please catch yourself up, listen to the astrological overviews from March, April, whenever you want to listen. But primarily, since we are in the energy, we're still in April, April astrological overview part two. Um, and part one but also the tar season episode and also I just did an episode where I speak about the Scorpio full moon super full moon as well as Pluto going into retrograde and so this is the energy that's taking us into May right we are freshly like a newborn baby out the womb under the super moon full moon in Scorpio so we have that going on and now we have pluto the planet of rebirth death and transformation the depths of pluto right um pushing us and it's going retrograde in capricorn so right off the bat we are going into may with some very very intense energy okay this is energy that will potentially drain you I mean, you're going to feel a shift of slowness going from Aries season to Taurus season. Anyway, there is a massive change in energy because Aries is very passionate, very potent, very um, exciting, uh, ambitious, ready to go fire. Right. And Taurus is slow, grounded, deep, deep it's very venetian so it's about you know what looks good feels good tastes good what is good it's about the the fundamentals but um, finances and it's about stability and it's all about making sure things make sense and it doesn't like to move a lot it's fixed so you're coming from a very cardinal energy energy that is take charge go after to an energy that is just fixed it's stubborn it's found a spot it likes and it's sitting there. And then you have Pluto, which is the slowest moving planet that we have in the solar system that is moving in a very, very deeply penetrating way that is doing more changing, more shifting, more of the um, changing of what we thought we had figured out, right? We have already experienced a lot of Pluto in Capricorn direct. When Pluto originally went in Capricorn in 2020, we felt it. And this month, we're also going to have Saturn retrograding, which Saturn is in Aquarius. So it is going to be a different type of restructuring. Saturn rules all things, authority, uh, discipline. It is about, stability. It is about systems. It, it rules, uh, patriarchy. It has everything to do with the discipline and the disciple of something. Saturn is the father, right? It is about structure. It is about, um, authority figures, and it is a very masculine, heavy energy, but it rules all things, government and, Just, it, it rules all things that require responsibility, right? And so this is Saturn going retrograde. Saturn has been directing Aquarius. We have seen some progress. Aquarius is all about innovation. It's all about changes. it, it is all about thinking about the we and not the I. It is all about making things better for all, creating new ways. It is the rebel, it is the humanitarian, it is the, uh, also the loner. Social distance is all Aquarius. It's all about being away from, so that it can create something and, and think of ways to create spontaneous changes, right? Cause it is ruled by Uranus, which is all about changes and shifts. And right now we have Uranus that is in Taurus, which is again, a grounded, um, the very grounded sh- very stubborn fixed type of energy and so we have Saturn that is also going to go into retrograde this month and it retrogrades are all about reviewing right and as we get closer to these actual shifts I will do another episode for you guys but just the briefing of the overview of what you will see in May is we're going into this month with Pluto being in retrograde, which Pluto is slow anyway, so that shift is gradual. It's not a shift that we will automatically feel like the lights switch, like we do with Mercury, right? Because Mercury is fast. So when Mercury goes retrograde, it it is like a halt and boom backwards, right? So you you immediately start to feel the effects, but that's not how it is with with Pluto. Pluto is already a slow moving. Um, planet so when it retrogrades it's almost it takes a little while for you to begin to feel the resurgence of things that are needing to be a focus that you've already looked at you've already thought you've resolved or you've tried to avoid and now it's coming back up in a different way for you but it takes a little time for those things to unravel but with Uranus being in effect a lot of spontaneous changes can happen Changes in the weather, supernatural things that are happening that are so unexpected. Think about the Texas winter storm. We didn't expect that. Now we've had winter snowstorms before. About every five to seven years, we have a winter storm where we have a lot of snow, but nothing like what we saw in February, right? We haven't seen anything like that in about 12 years. So think about that when you think about weather and you talk you think about Uranus and you think about the shifts in the drastic changes in weather, there could be all kinds of things that happens from floods to a lot of rain to, um, and when you think about it, we're in spring and spring typically brings April showers, but we haven't had a lot of that rain. So, think about what is about to happen and what is brewing and what is under the surface with snow and um, the extreme heat. It could be heat. It could be fires because there's not enough moisture. There could be a lot of different changes in the weather. Tornado season, um, massive floods. There could be extreme cold fronts and just a lot of different changes that can happen in the weather. With Uranus being in TARS, it's just something that is very not normal. It's not a normal thing. It's not something that you would expect, which nothing at this point is normal, right? Everyone has kind of particularly decided that they're going back to their normal life. They're gonna go back and do things the way that we've been doing them. And with Uranus being in Taurus, which Taurus is again about stability. It is not about doing things that are just for the moment. It doesn't like change. It doesn't like to be in this space where it's constantly, nothing is stable. And so with Uranus being in the picture, think about this now, there's going to be a big, massive something. Okay, an outbreak, a different something that is going to happen, that is going to remind everybody, especially with Saturn, which is all about structure. It's all about authority. It's all about government. It's all about stability. Anything that has to do with uh, authority figures or stability or discipline and things of that sort. Right. It's going to affect and it, it feels very much so like. You haven't been doing what you're supposed to be doing. This is the time to reap what you've sown. Where Uranus been in effect, very spontaneous changes and then Pluto doing its retrograde is having you to review the things that you have skipped out on. The changes that you should have made that you didn't, that you kind of just brushed over into the side. The structures that you thought you could continue to operate the way that you want it to but that's not the way that it needs to go because we are going into a new age the age of aquarius the age of change the age of the of the people so things are very much so changing and the shifts are very much so going to affect us globally but more so on a personal level we're looking at this month identifying where we need to bring balance, right? Where we're needing to bring a different type of way of living, loving, um, financial stability, how you look at financial stability, your deep-rooted addictions to money, fame, popularity, uh, sex, sensuality, the darkness of your spirituality, the darkness in religion, the way that you view those things, how those things have created this toxicity in your foundation and really getting deep in a way that allows you to rehash some things that you've overlooked and regroup from a lot of the things that you've been through. This is bringing a new way of you identifying what those things are, getting into the deep crevices of them, seeing them from a different way, not in a way that's going to do more harm, but in a way that's going to bring a final Bit of resolve. Now, all of this is not going to be resolved in May, but remember Pluto and Saturn, they retrograde for six months. So once the re- retrograde starts, you're looking at from about May 9th, May 10th to October the 20th of a lot of this work being done and a lot of these things being pushed out and in, in, into the forefront yet once again. Because we are about to be, and I've spoken this, I said this in 2019 going into 2020, for the next two to three years, this is about dismantlement, this is about restructuring, this is about creating a new way. But in order to do that, we have to get to the deep core. We cannot just look at the leaves, we have to get to the core. And that's what we are going to be revisiting yet once again. So if you have not continued to do the work, because you thought things are better, and it, I don't have to anymore. I'm feeling a lot better in my relationship. We don't have to talk about that anymore. I'm feeling a lot better with my finances. There are a lot of opportunities. I don't really have to pay attention to that anymore. These are where these things are going to come back up, and as they are coming back up, it is time for you to resolve them and to create a strategy to resolve them once and for all. Okay. Now, this is also going to give you a lot of an opportunity, a lot of opportunities to speak with. Um, Mercury being in Gemini, right? Mercury is going to retrograde in Gemini, which is going to bring a new way of communicating, a new way of finding the duality of how you speak on things, how you speak about things, having a different type of understanding when it comes to your financial matters, when it comes to your life, when it comes to what you want for yourself, when it comes to how you've evolved or not so much. It's having that duality because you're needing to. And in a way, um, Gemini is very mutable. So it's not stuck on one way or the other, but once it decides That's particularly the way that it prefers to go. And so it's about finding that medium, finding that balance, finding that way of creating an atmosphere that is better for everybody and not just you. Because again, we're going into a space where it's not just I, I, I. It is about we. It is about us. It is about they. Okay. This is about pushing forward. This is not about sticking and and being stuck on how things were and how you've always been because truth be told, how you've always been hasn't worked out that great for you or anyone that's connected to you. Even if you haven't really had any repercussions, it's not gonna be enough to take you further through the tides and the shifts and the transitions that we're going through. So this is allowing you to review. This is allowing you to identify and understand and really prepare for eclipse season because as eclipse season comes in the summer, we're having eclipses back to back to back. That's going to be a very trying time for people, especially if you're not utilizing this Taurus grounding season to get yourself prepared because you're going to need to. We're all going to need to. Okay. This is about allowing yourself to dig deep into the deep core of what you really think subconsciously. What are your thoughts about spirituality? What are your dreams? What is it that you have not done? What is it that you desire to do? What is it that you were anticipating actually being able to do that you never put any work into? This is where you are having to really dig deep and look at your life in a way that is very, very cohesive to where you're trying to go. This is looking at your beliefs, looking at your structure, looking at how you've always saw things and how you've wanted things, how your family has been, what your foundation has looked like, what the fundamentals were that went into that foundation and how you are allowing yourself to evolve beyond that. All of this is a requirement for where you are headed. And it's necessary that you really do the evaluations that you're needing to do right now, because if you don't do that, then unfortunately we'll be in a space, that's going to be very difficult and it's going to be almost, it, it, I don't want to say, it's just going to be somewhere you don't want to go and you don't want to be, and you want to, don't want to have to deal with it. So right now, while things are slow and things are, you know, um, at a pace that you can contain, do what you can do now so that when things start to speed back up and things are happening all at once, you don't get lost in the shuffle. This is tapping into your deep rooted thoughts, your intu- your intuition for sure. Okay. Um, getting set on what that looks like. Getting, getting for sure on what that looks like because there is so much growth. There's so many opportunities. There's this is not a time to be fearful of what you can do and what you want. Choose your truth and build on that. Okay. now let's go over some of the dates in specifics that we will be um, dealing with some things from May 3rd to the 14th of May. Let's see. the end of May is going to be very difficult. Um, Not difficult, but just very interesting. So I'm not going to get into, I'm not even going to get into Gemini season because Gemini season is where we're going to start seeing a lot more of chaos, right? Just like, as I told you guys in April, the end of April, that's when the things are starting to happen. But we're going to start this second week of May, with the energy that's pushing us through with the elements, we're going to start seeing a lot of things unfolding in our life. So if you have not been paying attention to your health, do so. If you have not been paying attention to your money, do so. If you have not been paying attention to your your relationships and what your kids needs and what you are, what is the plan created? Because you're going to need that. That is going to be your blueprint that is going to allow you to survive this next six months. Okay. Now may 3rd we have mercury entering into gemini i've already kind of touched on what mercury and gemini is mercury likes being in gemini because mercury is about it it likes being in air right mercury is a communicative element it is all about communication it rules all things communication so it likes to be in gemini because gemini is very much so it's easy flow It, it gemini is an air energy it is a mutable energy. So it is very adaptable. It doesn't it doesn't require a lot of hard structure. It's not very difficult for it to um, be cohesive when it comes to communicating. Gemini is just a space it loves to be in. So as Mercury is entering into Gemini on the third, right now Mercury is in Cancer. Yeah, so Mercury is about to be into Gemini and so... When Mercury goes into retrograde at the end of the month, um, it's gonna be a bit challenging because it's going to challenge how you communicate and ways that you should have communicated better and there's not gonna be a lot of clarity. Again, Gemini is very mutable, it's very adaptable. It's very, it, it does not, it's gonna be very difficult to make a decision. So if you don't have any solid answers now um it's best to do that from now up until may i'll say may the 10th because when when mercury goes into its pre-shadow phase into um preparing for it to go into retrograde on the 14th it's going to be very difficult to get a lot of answers it's going to clarity is going to be hard you can be confused a lot. There could be chaos around the mental and subconscious. So just be prepared for that. We know how Mercury works and we're gonna have about four planets in retrograde when it comes to between now and June. So let's not do that to ourselves. If you need to speak about something, speak about it. If you need to talk about something, do it. If you need to clarify things, get that clarification now because what you don't want to happen is the end of the month come and you're in limbo up until the middle of June, okay? All right, love you. Now, that's May 3rd. May 5th, we have what is not really a day, but it is a portal that a lot of people don't speak speak about, haven't spoke about I don't know if they spoke about it because I really don't follow a lot of people, but just listen. Um, May 5th is considered 555 day. 2021 equals in numerology to five. And of course, May is the fifth month and the fifth day is five as well so this is going to be a very magical number because five represents creativity it uh, it, it's a lot of newness changes and it is signifying inner joy right it's giving you this energy of finding the creative spark within yourself and it's also a sign that changes are about to come five signifies change right changes in your life in a multitude of ways and so when this day approaches it remember when the days come it opens the portal or opens the energy for it to happen from that day forward or within that time frame so it doesn't really have to happen on that day but you're going to begin to feel this spark And this this newness and this energetic shift of I can do anything. I want to do something different. I'm feeling very excited about, you know, whatever it is that you are feeling. This is preparing you to get into the uh, Mother's Day weekend. And so there's just a lot of beautiful energy that is flowing with this. Hone in on that. Okay, especially with the Taurus New Moon coming, it just hone in on that because at the end of the month we have a lunar eclipse that will be happening, and I believe Sagittarius is the first one. I haven't even really tried to look that far. Yes, yeah, in Sagittarius. So we just have a lot hone in on the aspects of and the signs that you get when it comes to creativity, when it comes to any type of positive burst of change. When you're signifying change, that means it's something in your life about to shift. Do not fight that. Do not fight that, especially if it's something that you've been desiring, anticipating. Maybe it's something you never thought would happen. Do not block your blessings out of fear of what that blessing will be. Be open, be prepared, and be aligned when you are aligned with what it is that you know that you're wanting even if you don't think you deserve it even if you think that there's no way it can happen i'm telling you i am telling you baby um yeah it can happen and a lot of things happen when you least expect it and and god is my witness when you speak things over your life and you speak things you feel it i speak it when i feel it and i tell you i can't even tell you How many people, listen, listen. When you feel it, trust it, go with that, okay? That's May 5th. Now, May 8th, we have Venus, which is the planet that Taurus loves to be in. Taurus loves, it's ruled by Venus. So anything aesthetic-wise, it loves to be in Taurus because it's its ruler, okay? Um Taurus is an earth sign. So Venus being in Taurus feels very permanent. It feels very uh, deeply penetrating. It feels very, you you feel like you can trust the Venetian vibes. You can trust the love. You can trust the communication about love. You can trust, you know, that these gifts are lucrative and these gifts are really meant from a good place and there it's a permanence to it. With the Gemini, because Gemini is so mutable with Venus being in Gemini, that could be fleeting love. It could be fleeting attraction. It could be fleeting, um, desires and i may like this today i may not like that tomorrow oh i may think you're nice today i may not like you tomorrow it could be oh this scent smells very nice today compliments my 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 you know my body chemistry today oh it just stinks so bad tomorrow like those <laughs> I'm laughing because I know Gemini's and that's really how they are. Like, um, they mean no harm, but that's, that's just, that's just, <laughs> for the most part, that is just how they, they get sometimes when it comes to areas of Venetian ways, like of love and, um, uh, friendships or food, you know, they just have to be in the mood for it. Like they just need to be in the mood. And, and because they're so mutable, that mood changes, (laughs) their mood changes like cancer. right. So when Venus moves out of its ruling sign Taurus into Gemini, the communication here is going to be more lighter, you know, with the Taurus, because it's so deep, because it's so uh, purposeful, it, it can feel heavy at times. And if you're not accustomed to that, if that's not something that you like or appreciate as much, it can be a lot. But if you are Gemini and you like to keep things light and fluffy, for some people that's annoying, but for other people um, it's appreciative because people don't really want, you know, people don't really like to feel a lot or they don't really like the depth of things a lot. A lot of people are more comfortable with the surface things until the substance is what benefits them more. And that's the sad truth. So when you are, if, you, if you're dealing with that or if that's who you are, then this will be a favorable energy for you because the communication will be more social. It'll be more light. It'll be more fluffy and chatty or whatever. Not a lot of substance, just, ah, uh, you know, fun, flirty, whatever, springtime vibes and you can use this energy to get out of your bubble. If you have someone who's been in a bubble, you've kind of been isolated a little bit, you haven't really been around a lot of people, you've chosen to kind of stay under the radar, this can be um, something that will help you get up out of that vibe. now. We know the reality of life and you know what your risks are, and you know, et cetera. So just keep yourself safe. Do what you have to do, whatever. But this can be an energy that gives you that vibe. of, you know what, maybe I don't mind going to a public gym today. Maybe I don't mind going to, the, to a coffee spot and maybe I don't mind going to the park. You know, I've really been looking into finding spaces where I can go and just pet dogs. Like I love animals, but I don't want an animal right now right now because they are a lot of work and I take a lot of pride in spending time and and you know I love dogs I love dogs okay I love dogs so I was looking into finding places like you know how you have petting zoos maybe you have dogs for therapy you go to a dog therapist you know or or just go to a space where there's a lot of dogs and you can socialize with the the animals in a safe way um so you know If that's what you're into, maybe you're not into dogs, maybe you're more into people, whatever, hey. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you just, sometimes you just want something different and so this energy will support you in doing that. Um, Venetian vibes are very good. Venetian energy is very, very sensual, it's aesthetically pleasing, it smells good, it looks good. So whatever you're feeling in the moment will be what you'll move on with this Gemini energy because Gemini is very much so go with the flow of what I feel in the moment type of energy. And then on the 11th, we have the new moon. New moons are all about new beginnings. New moons are all about starting over, a burst of creativity, it's all about, you know, and it's on the 11th, so 11 and 11, this signifies new beginnings, it signifies new life, you know, and so with the new moon being in Taurus, it means, new beginnings, new creations, new things starting where in the foundation. So this is new beginnings in your finances. This is new beginnings in your home life. This is new beginnings in what you love to look at, what you want to look like health-wise, what you want to feel like. It's about getting yourself back to where you need to be health-wise and physically. And maybe you're wanting to start new in, you know, temper to new things sensually or explore different things sexually. Taurus is all about those things, but it is about doing it in the in the it's very it's a personal sign so it's not about doing that with everybody it's about the fundamentals now you can find some taxes to do with everybody but i'm talking about for the for the for the general public this is about the structure of finding this having this for yourself because taurus energy is very much so of my energy. It's like a, a, I don't like to share energy. It could be possessive. It could be controlling. It could be very much, very protective over what it deems theirs or, or it's, you know? So at this point, it's about figuring out what do you want? What is going to make you feel better? What is going to make you look better? What is going to make your connection stronger? What can you give more of yourself? How can you do more for yourself? How can you Um, just be a better version of you inside and out. With this new moon, it's going to burst in. With the Venus going into Gemini, it's going to give you that energy to go and want to start that new, want to be new and do something new and just create this newness of yourself. And that's really, it feels like a really beautiful energy actually. So um, I wanna say also, because that new moon in Taurus is going to get us ready, kind of prepared for the eclipse season that will be coming. Remember, eclipse is coming in three. So we're going to have a very full summer, which we always do. But we're going to have a very full summer. Um, This energy does it. It, it feels very good beautiful in that sense but then it also has this undercurrent of wanting to go within again wanting to find how you can feel better about you how you can look better for you how you can treat yourself better how you can become a better person for you and then thinking about how you can share that with others right now I feel like with um, there's this undercurrent of this black moon and lilith, and lilith is a asteroid, and um, I don't really speak a, a lot about that particular uh, asteroid in, in when it comes to the solar system, but I will say that it's a darkness, it's it's scorpionic type of energy under there, so that could feel very much so like a dark sensuality, a dark interest, Inspection when it comes to sexuality and spirituality and the darkness getting deep into the secrets. So even though it's a new beginnings, it still feels like there's this undercurrent of while I'm going within, I'm discovering a different part of me that is a little bit mysterious. It's a little bit dark. It's a little bit under the radar and then I like it so I'm attaching to that and I'm going to build on that so it's a lot of different elements to this new moon there is a lot of positive with the new moon in Taurus there is not I don't feel it being a bad thing I don't feel it being dark but I do feel that it will trigger a lot of people to go within in a deep dark way that is going to cause you in isolation maybe when you're going into your own you know space isolating from the people from the public you discover darker things about yourself that you are determined to work through and work on so it does feel like a positive it's just a darker energy than the lighter version right but either way it can have you questioning for some of you questioning your I don't even like to talk about things like this in this way without going deep, but I'm just gonna say, it could bring up issues of sexuality, sensuality, gender issues, um, how you view yourself, how you view what you're attracted to, how you view yourself, how you're attracted to yourself or what's attracted to you. So a lot of different things and uh, different equality issues could surface globally. But more importantly, again, I'm bringing, I'm speaking about individually and in our lives. And so we're gonna speak, we're gonna stay there because there's a lot of issues that are going to come up globally in the world. I spent 2020 talking about them. (sighs) This year, just much like last year, we focus in on us, okay, we gonna, gonna hone this in. The world is crazy, we know the world crazy, we know there's a lot of work that we're doing in the world, but right now, I just wanna keep y'all on, on pace with self, okay, okay, so the, um, yeah, so these issues, be on the lookout for those, if you feel those things, if you see those things, do not ignore those urges, do not ignore, I'm not saying go out and just be, I'm not saying go reckless and act on urges, I'm not saying that, I'm saying notice them, and deal with them, do not ignore them. Because if you do with Pluto being in retrograde, when it goes back direct, it can definitely cause harm, more harm than it does when it's in retrograde. So retrograde is about review. It's about um, reviewing it, understanding it, identifying, and then so that you can move forward, right? Then on the 13th, we have Jupiter. Entering into Pisces, Jupiter is the planet of expansion. It is blessings, it is opportunities. It is beautiful when it is paired with beautiful energy. Jupiter expands whatever it is connected to. With Jupiter being in Pisces, Jupiter is, this signifies an expansion of your beliefs in spirituality. Again, Pisces is a mutable energy as well, so it's easily adaptable. It doesn't really have a stance. Um, it feels but it moves it um, flows it's water so it's emotion it is higher consciousness it is uh, inner inner spirituality inner desires inner fears inner insecurities inner inner thoughts um, imagination childlike energy right and so Jupiter is going to be in Pisces until July the 28th. And so this is going to bring a lot of fresh childlike energy to work with. And it's going to allow you to tap into your heightened emotions when it comes to your imagination and things that you may have wanted to do. When you were a child, your dreams may be very more potent, much more potent. Um, You just may be feeling very magical, like very much enchanted and enlightened and wanting to tap into your different Uh, watery elements you know with (laughs) Jupiter is beautiful in Pisces it's a very beautiful energy it's flowy and it's easily adaptable so with the heaviness that we could be feeling globally and the heaviness in the work that you may be doing internally and around you this could be a very welcomed energy that you feel that helps you to develop another sense of an outlet within yourself an outlet that allows you to be free in your happiness and in your joy and in your life in general, right? It could be connecting with your children more, finding things that you all like to do together that isn't so strenuous, that doesn't bring a lot of stress, that doesn't bring a lot of pain. Um, Think about, think about in 2010, so from 2010 to 2021, what are some things that you experienced, some lessons that ignited you into an awareness of your gifts and your talents and your creativity? Think about then and then think about up until now. Maybe some of you have not even continued on that path. You decided it was no point in going after that path. You decided to turn and go to a different way. This is going to help you in reconnecting with that version of yourself so that it can expand. That is what this is about. Expanding your true gifts, expanding your true creativity, tapping into that. Not what's trending, not what's popular, but tapping into that. Not doing it because it makes you money, not doing it because... Trust me, when you're aligned with where you're supposed to go, it pays for itself. Now that's the truth and I'm a witness, right? I'm just here to tell you that this is also... Um, an opportunity to revisit some spaces that you may have paused on and you may have not paid a lot of attention to. This is an opportunity for you to do so. Take it to the next level. If you have been acting towards it or you have been trying to work on and teetering it in and out, this is a time for you to actually do it. Continue on. Don't, don't give up on your vision and your dreams and the gifts that are put into you. Um, because when Jupiter leaves Pisces in July 22nd, It'll be into, it'll go back into Pisces in December and it'll be there for most of 2022. And so whatever you are given the opportunity to revisit during this time until July, it's going to give you some time to prepare, some time to work at it, some time to negotiate and brainstorm with yourself. And then come December when it's there for the next few months six seven months it gives you more of a playing field to build on that so that it actually grows and it actually evolves because Jupiter is going to go back in Aquarius and once it goes in Aquarius it is about expanding on the innovation expanding on the thoughts expanding on the freedoms of it expanding on the higher versions and and detaching from the physicality and emotional aspect of it and thinking how can I make this work in a logical way and how can I step outside of the norm and do it in a creativity in a way that's creative but in a way that pushes the limits and stays true to myself and then it's going to go back in December into Pisces and then that's where you'll be able to attach the inner dwellings of it, the spiritual elements, the um, mystical parts of it, the freedom but the Uh, emotional connection to it right so that's going to be very beautiful and then on may 14th we have mercury entering into its shadow period for mercury retrograde from the 14th okay this is where things begin to slow down communicatively you will not This is where you will want to have already initiated the conversations, the communication that you're needing to have, the uh, whatever you need, lucid you need to do, you would want to go ahead and get them done until at least the end of June. Because when Mercury goes into retrograde, especially with it going into retrograde in June, I mean, um, in Gemini, it is forcing you to really look at um how you've communicated thus far how you've communicated it's about reviewing what you've already done it's not about initiating new it's not about creating new it's not even about finalizing from what you've already done it's about reviewing understanding rediscovering replenishing um restructuring in some in some ways that is what this is about um a lot of times when Mercury goes into retrograde, when it's actually in retrograde, people feel it harder during the shadow period. So the two weeks before and the two weeks after retrograde ends is when people feel it the most. Depending on the energy of the element, we could feel it the whole time. You know, when Mercury is doing its thing, Mercury doesn't just retrograde. Mercury goes direct. And even when Mercury goes direct, sometimes it acts a whole fool and it will just mess up everything. And so you just want to be very careful. Doing Mercury retrograde doesn't mean stand still, it just means be very careful and double, triple check everything. Because <laughs> the misunderstandings, the miscommunication, the missed, the missed, uh, lack of communicative Um, dialogue, all of those things come into effect when Mercury is tampered with. What does Mercury affect? All things communication. What does that mean? It means travel. It means text messaging. It means conversations. It means money. It means computers. It means how you comprehend. It means how others comprehend what you're saying to them. Everything. So you want to be very careful when this is happening because you don't want to misinterpret and you don't want you to be on the receiving end of misinterpretation and it caused something to really be broken, right? So during this time, I would suggest just reflecting, right? It's about reflecting and slowing down. It's thinking carefully. It's processing before you just dump into whatever is happening and Be stuck with the consequences of your actions, right? So, that is the full first half of May's astrological overview. We have a lot of things that are going on, we have a lot of different elements. A lot of different the first half feels a lot easier um, and lighter. It has some light moments, it has, but again, we can only hone in on what we can control and what we can do. So, mind the business that minds you mind you know the things that matter the most to you and find some things if you have idle time find some things that really do pour into you if you know that you need to be working on your health and you know you need to be working on you're saying i'm gonna work out i'm gonna do these things but you spend the extra time you have debating folk on the internet why are you doing that focus on yourself focus on pouring into yourself You have the time, but you need to delegate the time and dedicate it to what it needs to be utilized for. Stop getting yourself caught up in things that are no value to you. And I can't even express that enough, but it's a mandatory thing, especially with everything that's about to be unfolding in our lives, okay? So I want you guys to... Take everything that I said to you, apply it to the best of your ability to your life. Get yourself grounded. Pay attention to what your body is asking you. Pay attention to what your mind is saying. Pay attention to what it is that you are needing to do for yourself. Because I can guarantee you, it will do you more good than anything else that you are currently allowing yourself to be involved in that brings nothing but drama, toxicity, and extra unnecessary energy in your life, okay? This is going to be a very impactful, very potent, very powerfully stimulating month, full of moods, full of energy, and full of amazing outcomes if you align yourself with it. Pay attention to what's happening in your life. Pay attention to what your life is asking and requiring of you. And I can promise you that everything that is needing to happen and everything that is needing to be of uh, benefit and is needing to be of an outsource and overpouring in your life is going to do it exactly what it's supposed to do okay so please be gentle with yourself i will release part two around the probably the um, definitely before mercury goes retrograde baby i tell you that i i know the planets i know better hey (laughs) so probably around the seventh or no probably around the 11th um new moon and taurus i'll probably release part two during the new moon and taurus so that um it gives you time to kind of process this part i don't like to be convoluted and, and mix up the energies because yeah so between the 11th and the 13th i will release the i'll release part two so that you guys can kind of prepare and kind of kind of catch up well you already be caught up but before Mercury goes into its shadow period. Okay. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for all of your support. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for all of your testimonials. Thank you for the way that you guys continue to reach out to me. You continue to pour into me. You continue to ask me what my capacity is to help you. And I'm so grateful for that. I want you to know that I am honored to be used as a vessel. I will continue to be used as a vessel as long as God allows me to be. As long as he needs me to be, I will be. This is a two-year journey we have been on. And as long as I've been in the entertainment, as long as I've been in the creative you know, phase of my life, which has been since I've been about 17 years old, I am truly blessed and thankful and grateful that I have come to this space. This is a very beautiful space to be in. I don't regret um, choosing this at all, even though I've been very like, mm, I don't think I want to, but I'm glad I did. I acted on my spirit. I followed it and I trust that everything happens for a reason. And here we are two years later. So each and every one of you, I want you to know that you hold gifts. You hold something deep within you that you too have been afraid of and kind of hesitant to jump out there and do. Don't, don't. You deserve it. You have been put in position to make sure that it happens, right? And so trust it, trust it, okay? So until our next Daily Dose of Energy, guys, I love your freaking souls. Thank you so much again for everything. And I'm honored that you choose me every single day. I'm honored that you guys value and you appreciate and honor the work that God is doing through me. So until our next Daily Dose of Energy, look out for our newsletter, which will be released uh, within the next day or so. Um, But yeah, until our next Daily Dose of Energy. Bye.